everyone, my name is Dr. Joel Rosen. I am the Adrenal Fatigue Recovery Ninja. And today I wanna do it to you, um, talk to you about female hormone imbalances. Now I know it's backwards. I know 100%, so I'm gonna get a lot of you guys telling me it's backwards and you can't read the board. Um, but when I was trying to set this up, there is a setting in um, Facebook when you click on to switch the, the image. Um, it, every time I did that, it closed the um, Facebook Live. So your choice was to me to have it done the right way but not do the Facebook Live because it wouldn't open or was for me to do it the wrong way and have a Facebook Live. And that's more of a lesson for me versus you because when we're stressed out and when we try to um, have goals and we try to have um, deadlines and we try to do to-do lists and, and things get in your way like um, a Facebook Live doing a thing backwards or me not being able to do it, all of a sudden I feel my stress start coming out, I feel my adrenaline start to rush, and I'm aware of my, of my body, my visceral reaction to the stressor, and I close that down right away. And that's really important because whether we're talking about female hormone imbalances that is read backwards, or we're talking about anxiety, or fatigue, or brain fog, Ultimately, it's gonna be the stressors during your day that are going to impact your body and how you react to them, and then whether or not you're gonna make energy to handle the day-to-day -day stressors. So that means not getting in panic, not getting in overwhelm, not feeling your, your stomach muscles contract and feel butterflies, um, being able to have good breath and not being hyperventilating, um, being able to focus and concentrate, and manage your day like you used to. I mean, how many of us are not doing that anymore? And, and that's a really good lesson, especially as it relates to female hormone imbalances. That's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. So we're gonna be talking about eight items where I want you to ask yourself when I mention these eight items and you're dealing with a female hormone imbalance um, and whether that be menopausal symptoms and hot flashes and sweating through the night or whether it be just um, having cold and then hot flashes or always um, being painful cycles. Um, painful cycles could be a big one or having um, uh, irregular cycles or having very symptomatic um, cycles at diff parts of, different parts of the month, having fibroids and having endometriosis and having polycystic ovarian syndrome. And, and all of these things. That's what we're talking about today, um, which I think is gonna be very, very important. Um, so I want you to ask yourself these questions. When we're talking about these female hormone imbalances where all so far we've talked about is the, the, um, the symptoms, but I want you to think about more importantly, are these things going on in your attempt to try to get this better? So the first thing is, we're gonna think about stress and the way that it impacts your hypothalamus, your pituitary, and then the, uh, the, the hormones and the glands that the glands are being stimulated. So by that I mean the, I know it's backwards, um, I talked about that in the very beginning. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't change the way that, um, that it was that it was positioned, and I had to the show had to go on. So I was talking about how that was a bit stressful for me. Um, so, anyways, um, we're talking about the hypothalamus stress and the 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 axis. So I want you to ask yourself in your attempt to balance your hormones, 
in your attempt to feel um, energetic and focused and not have bloating, pain and tenderness and not be fatigued and brain foggy and moody and not motivated to do things in life and depressed and and overwhelmed and all of these things if all of those things are things that you're feeling then let me know with a thumbs up because then it will let me know that I understand all of the things um, that I am I am saying so um, again please if you're just joining this um, it's backwards because I couldn't switch it the other way around and um, please just focus on the content and not so much that it's backwards so um, I want you to think about electric magnetic fields it's a little bit weird I know but how often do we keep our cell phones in our purse on our person on our body for the hours that we do I mean they're little receivers that have frequencies that bounce back and forth off your off your your Wi-Fi and people if they wanted to they could use your hotspot you yourself is a hotspot and if you don't think that's impacting your body on a on a biochemical level, on a hormonal level, um, then then ask yourself this question as to if any of these eight characteristics that you're thinking about um, are being addressed, so that you know that you're doing everything that you can to help with your female hormone imbalance, and it's not so much the hormones that you're taking or the supplements that you're taking or the blood tests that you're doing um, or the information that you're doing. It's these things that aren't being done at the end of the day and many more things, but these are just some of the things. Um, so electric magnetic frequencies, we'll talk about that. Um, then we'll talk about chemical disruptors. Chemical disruptors, so what do we mean by that? Well chemicals in the environment there's so many of them and not to think like the sky is falling let's just think about the fact that there's chemical disruptors in the environment and pesticides and sprays and chemicals and these are basically xenobiotics um, and these xenobiotics are estrogen disruptors and they're not just estrogen disruptors I want you to understand that first and foremost is chemicals will be mitochondrial disruptors cell membrane disruptors enzyme disruptors which is kind of scary but let's not go think about that right now um, what they are are their estrogen disruptors for females that have hormone imbalances and are looking for a solution they have to understand that these chemical disruptors they're very very real and we have to lower our stress footprint and reduce the exposure number one identify it number two and have come up with a solution to get it out of our body if it's in us number three but we have to identify and be aware that there's chemical disruptors that are impacting our female hormone imbalances that you are not addressing um, the other thing is detoxification of the liver and the gallbladder so a lot of you focus on this you really really do but you don't understand the how the why the what um, and and that's really really important and so what I mean by that is number one you you understand okay I'm gonna do a cleanse I'm gonna help the liver I'm gonna use um, phase one and phase two and phase three of liver detoxification protocols um, I'm gonna do all that stuff um, but you're not really addressing the how it continues to be impacted um, and so for example when you eat foods and that's the next one digestion and your microbiome when you eat foods and you don't 
digest them the way you should because of just wear and tear basically of of foods that have been heated and that have oils and are um, are bacteria laden and chemicals and pests and just aren't really good quality foods um, is you're not gonna digest them over time you just don't have the proper secretions to to break all that down so ultimately you're gonna bring extra toxins to the liver and I really want you to be aware of that when you bring extra toxins to the liver from um, from not digesting your foods properly then that's going to impact your hormones and your hormone imbalances and taking uh, your bioidenticals and whether they're synthetic or not I mean synthetic is awful it really is it's it's made from equine urine I mean it's it's not really good stuff um, but at the end of the day um, what's happening is you have these disruptors and these um, even if they're bioidentical that aren't being used properly and aren't communicating their their messages and your hormones are not effective because of biotransformation in your liver and in your gastrointestinal system so again like I said think about if you're dealing with a female hormone imbalance and you're frustrated you're going to the doctor and you're not sure they're they're doing a good job you can't really tell you're on a bunch of hormones um, and or you you can tell and you still feel crappy and, and you still feel like you're not able to um, get through your day you have your hot flashes you don't have any libido um, you feel weak and tired and worn out and you don't have motivation and you have pain and you're exhausted and tired and burnt out I mean if those are the things that are happening then you've got to understand these things that you you have to ask the questions to the other thing I want you to understand is definitely there is a hormone imbalance when you have estrogen disruptors and, and chemical disruptors and endocrine disruptors and and receptor dis disruptors which can do almost anything that it wants to do in the body um, that can happen it's gonna cause hormone imbalances so we'll talk a little bit about that as well um, and then mineral deficiencies um, again back to digestion if you're not digesting your foods and the quality of the food sources is terrible and the soils aren't great and there's sprays and there's chemicals and there's a bunch of different things in there and you're not digesting your foods because you don't have the right secretions at this stage in the game to continue to break down your foods you're not going to extract the little bit of minerals that are in there in the first place and then you're going to have these these vital biochemical processes that require you know um, biology 101 these micronutrients and vitamins and minerals and cofactors for your foods to have energy production in the body um, of course the hormone are going to be in balance there's so many things upstream be you know ahead of that that you're trying to figure out that aren't working properly and and we're at the macro system level of trying to get supplements to help with your hormone imbalances um, and then lastly infections so um, the infections are really secondary to um, to micronutrient deficiencies and, I, and the research shows you know as early as the 1975 is that you can have um, decreased um, absorption of foods you will have that before you have infections 
that you know you will have deficiencies lead to infections and we'll talk about how it leads to infections your immune system is weaker um, and you will get more exposures but the interesting thing is the gene deck our own gene card um, when we're not methylating properly and we have um, um, deacetylation or a fancy way of saying we're not having biochemistry happen the way we want to then you can express an infection in your body and and whenever I talk to patients you know and, and it's kind of that touchy subject like infections because we don't think as the doctor we don't think of that patient as being um, you, you know having bad hygiene and being promiscuous promiscuous uh, it doesn't come across our, our minds or at least not my mind it comes across that you live in an environment where there's a lot of um, exposures to chemicals and 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 micronutrient deficiencies and and viruses from the external and from the internal and, and it is what it is but but you got to address that and you got to understand that so um, that's what I wanted to talk to you about tonight. So a little bit more about stress. Obviously, stress is impacting the, the body. That's what we thrive under and that's what we, we, we crash under. And our body has to maintain that fine line of homeostasis where if you don't maintain that fine line, then you can have runaway angiogens as a female. So what does that mean? It means that you can have um, your, your adrenals be stimulated from your hypothalamus and your pituitary that causes upregulations, downregulations, um, and, and dysregulations um, to the point where androgens go in excess. So we see polycystic ovary, ovarian syndromes, um, acne, uh, aggression, irritableness, um, oily skin, ha hair growth where you don't want it, hair loss, male pattern hair loss, um, polycystic ovaries. Um, all of that can happen because of runaway androgens from the stressors in our environment. Um, electric magnetic frequencies, I'm not going to get too much in that, but your cell phone. If you don't have protective devices on there, if you're trying to, if you're not minimizing it, um, if it's sleeping by your head two feet and it's still in airplane mode, even if it's not and it's in non-airplane mode, um, and yeah, it may be weird for me to talk about this, but if you're suffering and you're fatigued and you're exhausted and you're burnt out and you're not getting the results that you're looking for because all of the supplements that you have in your little pharmacy isn't fixing it, you need to get real with what you have to actually focus in on. I mean, I hope it's a paradigm shift. I look at it, last time I did a, a video, it did, and it didn't, didn't save to Facebook Live, and it was kind of frustrating. Again, that could have caused me to you know, get overwhelmed and create that HPA axis, and downstream from that are androgen runaways. If maybe good thing for a guy, but it doesn't work that way for guys. It, it actually aromatizes and turns into estrogen. So it's sort of God's cruel trick on inflammation in your body. It's going to make you more of a of the opposite gender. Um, but anyways, um, you got to think of this as a war. You got to think of it as your body is really under war um, and that your day-to-day -day battle is, is all the things you do proactively to be healthy. Drinking good quality water, 
um, getting good quality foods, minerals and nutrients that were meant to be supplied by the earth. I mean, all of these common things, breathing good quality air, um, having um, downtime with family. These are the things that are, are super important for all of this to work. Um, and um, so, so, but the EMFs, um, are a real big problem and, and I think uh, is airplane mode not okay nearby at night? I still don't think you should have it near you. Um, I, I still think that um, the skeptic in me feels that there it's kind of like there's still if it's an airplane mode you're still getting frequencies that are two feet from your head that are being you know there's something there. Let's just say that's the weirdo in me a little bit. Um, but certainly not having it two feet from your head. I understand if you want it for your alarm, have it at the end of the bed or have it away from you. But even that shouldn't really be. The, the, the good functioning circadian rhythm um, doesn't need an alarm. Its HPA axis is wound to the day. And I, I could say pretty much that happens a lot with me is that my, my brain is now, except when you have daylight savings, is pretty much... Um, regulated to get up at the same time and the more you can regulate the same time of day that you get up the same time of day you have your meals the same time of day you go to bed the better and that's in a healthy way you're gonna have a better functioning circadian rhythm and HPA axis um, also um, detoxification of the liver we spent good time on that one <clears throat> that has to do with um, digesting your foods um, making sure you're secreting enough foods that has a lot to do with methylation um, that has a lot to do with um, glucose stabilization absorption of micronutrients um, your healthy sulfur production in your gastrointestinal tract has a lot to do with that kind of stuff um, and and then your hormone balance it really comes down to all this stuff it's like the karate kid you know wax on wax off when are we going to talk about hormone balance and it's like like Let's see you do your wax on and wax off. Let me see your EMFs. Let me see your HPA axis. You're doing, oh, you already know how to fight. Your hormones are already balanced. Kind of, kind of way. Um, mineral deficiencies, pH testing. Test your pH a couple times a day. That's a no-brainer. I mean, my goal is not to withhold information from you in these sessions. These are to tell you what you should be doing um, because this is where it gets real. Um, where the difference is, is knowing where to sort of fish in the stocked pond, so to speak, meaning um, what's going on with your genetics, what's going on with your HPA axis, what's going on with your microbiome, what's going on with um, your neurotransmitters, what's going on with your absorption. And if we know that and apply that, then it could be that much easier. And that's, that's the difference. And that's, I work with people all the time to teach them about that. And um, so anyways, um, and then lastly is infections. And infections is really kind of the boogeyman, if you will. Um, it's the one that um, if you don't take care of your minerals and you don't get your pH levels higher and your infections are really starting to overwhelm your body, um, it's taking it down. It's, it's a war, right? It's taking it down. So it is... Um, stealing away your energy production for its own um, production. So now you, you don't have as, as much clarity in your mind and focus. Um, you don't have energy and motivation. You're exhausted. You're not recovering when you want to go out and you do something as, as little as taking a shower and you're exhausted and you, you don't want to, you know, 
get yourself together and you just all those things are things that you you know you have to end um, so that's all I had for you tonight I think that's a lot of information just think about the summary of this is with female hormone imbalances these eight things have I thought about um, addressing when I'm getting my health back um, my my stress response with my HPA axis or my HPA anything axis electric magnetic frequencies chemical disruptors um, and xenobiotics detoxification liver gallbladder um, digestion your microbiome hormone balance mineral deficiencies and infections those are the ones I want you to think about but remember um, in order to stock the deck in your favor and know exactly which ones you need to focus in on, how to focus in on them, what to do. That's where you and I can talk about what's specifically needed for you. So, you know, we can jump on a call. Um, I set, I usually put a link in here and, and um, so that we can get clear on where you are with your health, um, what, where you wanna be, most importantly, where is it that you wanna be? And if I feel I can help you get there, I, I bridge that gap for you, then I'll tell you exactly what you need to do. And if I don't feel I can help you, I'll tell you that too. So um, that's it. That's all I got um, to answer your question. Um, I'm glad that was helpful, Angela. How do you know if the liver is an issue for us? I mean, Carrie, um, you have to watch that all over again because I think it's always kind of an issue. Um, but, but ultimately, because it's a verb, it's not something that you take care of one time. Um, and, and you want to lower the burden um, on more than you're gaining every day till, a point, till eventually where you get that negative deficit, you know, um, out of the rears. Um, but, you know, looking at your pH is, is a really good way of doing that. All your Dutch tests and looking at your phase one and phase two is, is a good way. Um, looking at blood work and liver enzymes and conversions uh, of, of, of T4 to T3 is another good way. Um, glutathione status and looking at how your glutathione recycles and works is, is another good way. Lots of good ways in there. Um, so I hope that I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Um, is airplane mode not safe? Oh yeah, how do we test our pH? I, I saw that, Jill. Um, pH paper. Um, I usually have my little list of props um, around here and I don't have them today, but pH paper. And I'm really excited because lots of changes coming. I'm gonna be having a better recording suite for you guys so I can have better quality videos. Um, and most importantly, give you excellent quality information. So once again, my name is Dr. Joel Rosen. I am the Adrenal Fatigue Recovery Ninja, and I look forward to ending your female hormone imbalance that was backwards the whole time um, nightmare. And have a nice evening. Thanks for tuning into today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested to see if you're a good fit to work with our Adrenal Awakening program, Here's what to do next. Head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, where exactly do you want to be with your health and where are you now? Number two, what are the genetic components that haven't been discovered that are impacting your health? And number three, what are the environmental triggers that may be overlapping with these genetic components keeping you from getting optimal health? Remember, getting your energy back just won't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make that happen. 
We've helped clients all over the world transform their lives, quadruple their energy, and fix their metabolism, and make the world a better place. To see if you can do the same thing, head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply. I'm Dr. Richard Joel Rosen, and we'll talk to you soon.